What up, what up, wholesale to me and family? Today, I got my numero uno mentor. I'm going to have him share with you guys his stories, how he started from zero to now 400 rental units. Well, Mike, welcome to the show, player. How are you doing, Colin? Good. So why don't you tell the viewer first a little background, a little story about how did you kind of all started, man? So I started in a one-bedroom apartment. I called a rent ad in the newspaper. And the guy on the other line uh, said I sounded like I'd make a better real estate investor than running down his house. Told me about real estate clubs in uh, D.C. and Baltimore. And uh, had my first no money down deal in three months. Uh, but I started in 04 and in, in, um, 05, 06, 07. Just did more and more every year. From a one-bedroom apartment to a no money down million-dollar deal. Met Kong about eight years, nine years into uh, my real estate career. So, Mike, I mean, can you explain a little bit, man, how it's your first no money down deal goes? Okay, so my first one was a division of proceeds. So that was uh, 13706 Mercersburg Road, Clear Spring, Maryland. And I, at the time, I was wor I, I was working in a job. I was supposed to have a two-year degree for you, even though I didn't. I was competitive, so I just – I was only there a couple months, so. And I, I bought this house. Uh, the guy called me up. And um, I had offered him, I think, 102,000 for his property. He wanted like 140. Fixed up, it was worth probably uh, 250. And um, he agreed to take 102 in what's called a division of proceeds agreement. So he signed that. He gave me the option to buy the property. It protected me. Then I gave him 900 a month towards his expenses and fixed up the house. I remember at the time. It took uh, two or three months, and I left my job two weeks before it settled. Luckily, the settlement went through, and it was funny. So the guy who was selling it to me this, it, uh, came to closing, and it was actually a sheriff who bought it. And the sheriff um, had arrested the guy six months before for back child support. So it was kind of an awkward closing, but did a division of proceeds, put no money down, had about 20000 in it, $500 credit cards and stuff like that, a little bit of money I saved up from the Army. It, it closed. I still got a picture of a check with a big smile on my face, $106,000 check. Never looked back. All right, you guys. So uh, let's do a quick uh, Q&A. And, Mike, before we get it, um, so if you have any questions, drop in the comments or maybe um, actually put in your phone number, and I'm going to bring you on a live call so you can get your question answered. But I get this question all the time, Mike. It's like, hey, if I'm starting out, if I have very little to no money, what should I do? So, I mean, I had very little to no money. I was in a one-bedroom apartment, actually. I went back to the complex, Oak Ridge and Hagerstown, maybe three years ago with the county commissioner and, and the manager there. It's like this 350-unit complex. I'll definitely own it one day. I already have quite a few complexes. And um, and actually, um, after next week, Kong has it, has it wrong with uh, partnerships on over 800 units after next week. But um, it with... with with, with real estate, the key is sticking to it and um, and uh, moving moving forward and taking action and you know go to your local RIA if you have no money um, to do real estate. I think uh, six of my first seven deals were no money down. Um, creative division of proceeds um, subject to the existing mortgage owner financing, and then I think probably about a dozen of my first seventeen deals were creative. And during the time, I went to people to raise money. I mean, I, I didn't know anybody at first, and I didn't work with banks my first four years. I probably did 60 real estate deals before I ended up working with banks, including my first million-dollar deal. And, you know, March makes 18 years, and um, if you stick with anything, it grows. Boom! Okay, so I'm going to put someone on right now. So if you have any questions, just comment in your phone number, and I'm going to bring you on a live call. It's going to be way better. Hello? 
Willow, what up, what up, bro? What's your name? King Kong, what's up? <laughs> My name is Francisco. Francisco, you know, dude. I, I do Francisco. Is so Francisco, what is the catchphrase? He's, he's a great guy. Let's go get so, this morning. Let's go, play up. Hey, Francisco, I'm sitting here with my mentor who started from a one-bedroom apartment to now over 400 rental units, man. What is your question, and how can we help? Here. My question is, is how to find the um, – I know you said to look up the tax assessor, but what do, you, what do you mean when you say look up the tax assessor? Okay, so what happens is every year there's people that are delinquent in their taxes. So you want to call the tax assessment office, and you want to ask for a delinquent tax list. Now, that gets updated throughout the year. And what's always on record are tax liens that are sold because some of these people aren't going to redeem. And that uh -huh. means the people have more motivation to sell. And you can, you know, if you approach those type of liens, they're motivated sellers and you'll find more than not, you can make it a win-win where it makes a lot of sense for them. It makes a lot of sense for you. You know, when I was in um, uh, my one bedroom apartment, a farmer called me up, wanted a million dollars for his farm. You would think a kid with, uh, you know, 50,000 in the bank, it was after my first deal and I had a little intercession there wouldn't and i put put some money on down payments on other deals it's but, but not with banks just owner financing and stuff and put money into them so this farmer called me up wanted a million dollars for his farm i agreed to pay 600 did a mo no money down deal where i could uh subdivide it sell any or all the lots towards the purchase price the rest would move into a five percent mark uh, mortgage held by the farmer now this deal was awesome because when the market dropped, I had netted a million dollars in equity. It took 17 months, and I thought it would take 30,000 in three months. It took like 70,000 in 17 months. I'm convinced I got denied because I looked 10 years old. I was like 22 with a baby face. And um, we went to zoning appeals. We went to court for it. And the surveyor explained three similar situations and said, so if I take an aspirin one day and it works for like Mr. Robinson and the second day, third day, why isn't it working for Mr. Fitzgerald? I got the subdivision. I netted a million bucks in equity. The market uh, fell. I did my first loan actually two years before I'd work with other banks, a state of income loan, sold all the properties as they were dropping and, and paid all $400,000 in losses, kept that house even when it went underwater, kept moving forward, never short sailed anything. And a year later started working with banks by the time i was 27 i was up to 150 rental units from the time i was 20. so if you stick with anything even if you start out with nothing you're going to succeed boom hey francisco does that answer your question yes sir it does okay thank you so much bro thanks for the love and support yeah, thank you. Have a good day. You too, bro. I think I'm, like, I'm feeling like he's too explanatory. Uh, yeah. I'll give shorter answers. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hold on. Kong usually asks a question, then asks like preceding questions and stuff. So I feel like I need to be really detailed. Okay. Kong's also yes, please. Yes. He does yes, really please. do wholesale. He does do please. several hundred so, thousand a month. I see hold on. Hold on. Hold really on. Good. Hold on. So let's bring someone else on the phone. So if you have any questions, the best thing to do is put in your phone number, and I'm going to bring you on live. So you can guess your question answer. Let's see who we got here. Okay. Francisco brought a lot of energy. I like you, bro. No way. Yes, way. Hey, uh, what's your name, bro? Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so what's your name, bro? What's going on? I have a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro. First of all, what's your name? Oh, you're from Maryland. Okay. Where are you at in Maryland? Quick, quick question. So, so I'm trying to look for. Okay, dude. Okay, bro. You got to speak louder, dude. Cannot hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. So I've been I've been wholesaling for 11 months now. 
uh, four deals, four of my previous deals fell through, but I'm still here. You know, I'm trying. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to go to the go pull a list of public records, um, but I'm trying to see like what what how should I phrase it to ask them? You know, to to get the best records that you know no one's uh, not not many people have been after. Um, like like how should I approach them and like what what do I search for for like the, the where are you record? trying to pull records at number one like the county assessor? Um, wherever the best, I guess. Yeah, so your your question isn't really what records to pull. Your question starts at where where to pull records. So if yeah, you want like all. if you want like local foreclosures and um and you got to check your different state laws and stuff. And if you want tax liens, it's county assessor. If you want like um, you can get deaths and, and things from the courthouse. But the easiest way to do it is to go um, online and get a service like PropStream or to um or to buy the leads online, you know, from U.S. list source or a source provider. And then a lot of mail houses like Go Big Printing um, are, are very uh, well priced. And it, it, how many, how much mail are you looking to send out? Like, are you looking for a couple hundred leads? I go to the courthouse or the assessor. You're looking for a couple thousand leads? I go to an online source. Okay, yeah, I was, I was looking for because because I've been doing prop stream. I've been pulling my list from prop stream. Uh, I've been driving for dollars and everything. But I, I'm trying to you know go ahead and go pull it physically. Go to the county record and go pull it because that's the basically the one thing I haven't done yet. I'm gonna I want to go do that. But I'm just trying to you know find a way like how to how to phrase my words in, in order you know to ask them like the the right way. If, if, okay, if look, if you're going to the courthouse, here's where you here here's how you frame it. Can I get a list of um, uh, of pre foreclosure leads or, or pre of a pre foreclosure list? Can I get a tax sale list? Can I get a divorce list? A bankruptcy list? You know, and, and what I would do if I were you, let me teach you a little trick. Go to a title company and ask who they're using for title searches. And the guys doing the title searches charge like a hundred bucks a search. You can give them like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred bucks, and they'll just send you the list as they come in every month. You know what that's worth? Being ahead of every other investor for paying 300 bucks a month, having the leads before them, having them consistently and probably a couple hundred thousand a year. Nobody's allowed to do business in my area of Maryland. I'm just and and what I kind also of, do New Orleans, Oklahoma, um, West Virginia, now, PA. Now Mike, what kind what kind of list can they get with the title company? Um, so it's not with the title company. So what they're asking for is who does their title search. Yep. Or they can just call a courthouse and ask like if they have a title searcher. Every courthouse secretary or whoever's in front is going to know who the title searcher is. That title searcher is doing title searches, so he's in the courthouse records anyway. So generally what you ask them is, can you pull a bankruptcy? Can you pull a bankruptcy list? Can you pull a uh, divorce list? Can you pull um, a pre-foreclosure list, a foreclosure list, a uh, lawsuit list, a death list? You go to the you go to the people that work at the courthouse, you pay them a set fee, like two or three hundred bucks a month consistently, do like a year contract with them. They'll just send you the leads as soon as they come in. Make it to where you get them like twice a month. You'll beat everybody else out. You won't have to do a lot of work. The money you pay, you'll make a hundredfold. Does that answer your question, bro? If, if you, you only make it hundredfold if you actually take action and do the steps. Let me rephrase that. Most people don't do anything. That's the problem. Did that answer your question, dude? Completely, man. Thank you. Perfect. So Thank you so much for your time, bro. One more question. One more question. No, 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 no. Just, 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 just one question, bro. Thank you so much, dude. Appreciate it. Later, bro. Because we got to move on, man. I mean, you know, I definitely want to give everybody an opportunity so they can jump on and get the question answered. You know, so. 12 years ago, I bought the last home my parents lost foreclosure 20 years ago. I, I grew up with nothing. I'm self-made. 
I served on um, an executive committee for an economic development commission in Maryland. I got appointed to go to the global infrastructure conference in Korea. When I started, I knew nobody. I had no connections. I, I met the head of a MMA gold team, um, a UFC team at the airport and made friends with like 20 fighters and went backstage at the apex. I met, sir, I, I've met a lot of wealthy people just from going, going around, talking to people and networking. And, but I started with nothing. Um, grateful. I have a beautiful home. I've done quite well. And uh, I don't coach people. I, I've coached three people and they're all super successful, but I, I just do too much real estate, but I love what Kong does. I can verify his numbers. He is doing a couple hundred thousand a month wholesaling. And he's a good guy. He has a good heart. I appreciate it. Okay. Let's bring someone else on the phone. So if you guys have any question, the best thing to do is pop in your phone number in the comment and um, I'll just bring you on live so you can answer, ask your questions. Wait, you, you can't turn that way. I'm not. Okay, okay. What's going on, guys? Because Lon doesn't know the camera. Here. What up, what up, bro? How's it going? Good, man. Uh, so what's your name? Uh, my name is Ivan. Ivan, dude. What, uh, what is the catchphrase? Hell yeah, cause no money, no honey, baby. <laughs> Ivan, dude, what is your question? Yeah, Khan. Well, um, basically, I was just gonna ask. Um, uh, when getting a property under contract, um, do you usually sell it? Uh, do you usually open escrow, or do you find a buyer first and then open escrow? Uh, okay, look, you want to protect yourself. So a lot of times, like me now, I'll have a notary in my office. When you protect it, like, so you want to get it in escrow because you don't want anybody to be able to take the deal. You know, legally, when someone signs okay. a contract, and I tell them up front, look, you're making a decision to, to sell a house. That's your decision. I want you to do what's going to make the most sense for you. And you got to think about how it's a win for you. And, and we got to make it make sense to us. But once you decide to sell it, you're deciding to sell it. I expect you to do what you say you're going to do. And, you know, just having that pre-talk and then putting it in escrow, if somebody tries to steal the contract or anything like that, just an attorney letter will save the deal. And, you know, I'm very upfront with everybody. I've actually, I was telling Kong the other day that I that, that, there's, this, that there's this guy once um, that like jogged up the stairs when I was still going out the houses. Now I got a lot of guys to do it and I come in and help negotiate and stuff. And uh, this guy was 91. He built his house for like $6,700 and he like jogged up the stairs. I asked him why he was selling. He was marrying, it was 1344 Salem Avenue in Hagerstown. He was marrying a um, 78 year old woman he met in the church parking lot, passing out flyers. Like, so cool, right? So the, I offered to go get the guy's shoes upstairs. He jogs up the stairs. He said his secret was drinking a pint of honey a month. He built his house for 6,700. I went through, I said, Look, you got to win. He's like, What do you think you can pay 42,000 for it? I said, no, but I can pay 67000 And he was he was pretty surprised. And I still made 50 grand flipping it. But, you know, I'm always fair with people. And But once it goes under contract, it's sold to me. And I, I don't like wasting my time. So, I, you know, put it in escrow and protect yourself. All right. Does that answer your question, dude? Just because you yeah, put it in escrow, you're not spending any money. You can tell the title company, look, don't, um, you know, don't do a title search on this. Hold off. I want to make sure I can sell it. You know, but you should only be putting it under contract if you expect the seller to do a deal on it. The other thing is 99.8% of what we put under contract, we actually buy. You know, it was really hard at first because you're thinking about how to buy the deal. And it's, you know, you're like the, the first three months, I, I couldn't find a deal. And I got to tell you, it's sticking with it. The first year, you know, did, did a couple deals. The next year, a couple more. The next year, a couple more. You know, four years in, it got up to like 2025. 20, before I knew it, where it was hard to pick up three deals a year, it became easy to pick up 100 deals a year. 
the point is you always want to learn along along the way and um, you know keep keep uh, moving forward. Um, you, you'll find if you stick with real estate, you'll win a lot more than you lose. And if you uh, have a bad flip, you know turn it into a rental. It's it's going to pay itself down. You know I I've got one here in Hagerstown in the market. It's one of the ones I kept in 07. And it was it was subject to at the time. I didn't even you know I didn't even control the mortgage, and I owed like uh, one forty four on it, and it went down to like fifty grand. I kept it. It's it's one of the few I didn't sell at the time. I looked at it the other day. I owed like thirty eight thousand on it after like thirteen years on a twenty year mortgage, and it's worth like one hundred forty again. So I can pull fifty thousand out. So the point is, stick with it. You know, also, you know, never be afraid of any deal. It really, you know, when I was in a one bedroom apartment, I wasn't afraid of a million dollar no money down deal. To, when, when I had only done, when I had done a, a place bigger than 4,000 square feet, I wasn't afraid of a 50,000 square foot building. And of course, I was smart about it. It's all numbers, right? If you buy it right, you're not going to fail. The money's going to come to you. It's numbers. You know, it's just about the right numbers. You know, now we have three office buildings. I had a small grant from the city for 150000 I don't post this stuff, but this was front page news. Then I had another deal I put together, a two hundred fifty from the city and um, like 400 something from the state and feds combined for historical tax credits dollar for dollar match, which is like cash. So I put together 650 now I'm getting a city catalyst project and I'm putting it together to make it work. It would be be a negative project and it's going to be a big change for the city. It helps them a lot more than it helps me. But it, it's amazing. Next to University of Maryland, it's a dream project in the state, city and feds. Um, I'm going to get over six million dollars. So if you if you stick with anything, even if you come from nothing, don't go to college, you can do anything you set your mind to. You know, I never did really that good in school, but in life. You know, I've met a, high, a lot of high-level people. I, I don't post a lot um, of as many pictures. Um, you know, I have some with the governor and stuff, but I've met high-level people overseas. I've met um, – I just – you know, a deal came to me from some guys in the, in the mastermind recently for 433 units. A couple people said it wasn't a deal because it was bringing in um, $195,000 a, um, a month and they were paying $16 million. They talked me into going out there and looked at it. I realized it was at 40 cents, 40% of rent and value. So we, we put together 35 million in real estate for 16 million. And I, I have three partners on that deal, but that closes on the seventh. I, I had never got a loan that size before. And I, I put it together and it happened. So what I'm trying to say is in real estate, and I'd sit, do two separate high-level deals there. The one with the state and feds, that's a that's a 46-unit luxury condo project. Then the 433 units and 156 single families in Ohio. The, the point of the matter is, if you put your mind to it and you have a good deal, the number, somebody's going to see it. They're going to do that deal with you. Now, on your level of experience, you may keep some of a deal. You may keep it, – it doesn't really matter. Get the experience. You know, it's – what I'm saying is don't be afraid. Do your first deal, and you'll be surprised what comes down the road. Bro, does that help um, answer your question? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, Don. All right. All right, Con. I appreciate that information, and you should you should do a lot of more live with your mentor. I'm still trying to process everything, but um, sure. Sorry, I say I, I, I appreciate it, man. Gone. Thank you so much for the love and support, dude. Yeah, Con. All right. Yep. Um, later, bro. Yeah, later, man. Guys, I went from uh, uh, okay. the, the picture on the newspaper behind Kong is me and the governor of Maryland touring them around downtown. When I started, I had inspectors pick on me in this street. If you stick with anything, you can like really get somewhere and really make uh, really make life happen. It's all about sticking with it, having a dream, and uh, putting it together, making it make sense. Don't force a deal. It's all numbers.
So if you have any questions, pop in your phone number. We got about maybe 10 more minutes. And we're going to wrap this up. Guys, I'm liking this. I'll do this for 20 more minutes. I never do this stuff. I never put myself out here like this. It's kind of fun. Hello? Hi, Con. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, guys. And, and uh, what's your name? Andrea. Andrea. Uh, what's the catchphrase? Let's go get, get this. Get this money. Andrea, I'm here with my mentor. What is your question? Yes. So I have a question. It's when you tell the seller that you bring the information back to your management team or your finance team. What if they want to speak with them? I've had a couple of times where they, you know, they want to go to someone that's the higher power and they want to negotiate with them and not me. And I'm the only one doing this. Look, you're, you're wording friends. it a little wrong. I used to do the same thing when I'd ask people questions at the RIA. What you want to say is, let me get back to my senior associates. I'm going to get you the best offer I can. Then you can ask someone at the RIA advice. You want to word it that way because you're fighting for them. And you are. You want to get them a good deal and you want to have a good deal. So just believe in yourself and just confidently say, look, I'm going to take these numbers back to my senior associates. I'm going to get you the best offer I can. What's going to be a win for you? You'll find out people negotiate themselves. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I never really knew how to get out of that one. <laughs> So uh, did that ha uh, did that answer your questions? Yeah, yeah, that did. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank ha you so much, guys. Not a problem. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, hey, guys. So, like, you don't see, like, this home I'm in, I started out in a one-bedroom apartment. I never dreamed of living in a home like I'm in right now. I never, you know, dreamed of what I could do for the family, of what I could do for the community. And... It, it's sticking with anything and, and having a dream and then envisioning it, saying, you know, your determination, doing it no matter what, you'll find that you can you can build anything. You can do anything. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in anything's possible. You know, when I needed to get a, um, a $16 million loan recently, I hadn't done a deal that big. I went out. I approached a bunch of people that came. So if you get – if you go out there and you get a deal – for $100,000 worth 180 and you got to put 10,000 in it there's somebody that's going to put the money up. You cannot, you know, stick with it. Spend um, you know, treat yourself well but just be wise. You know, live below live below your means and it uh it can be a great life. All right. So let's bring someone else on. So if you have any questions, pop in your phone number in the comment and then I'll I'll bring you on a live call. And if you enjoy this live streams, the Q&A, please show your boy, King Kong, and my mentor some love. Boom! Smash that thumbs up. <laughs> Guys, I put my um, Instagram on here. It's Mike, the number two, the fits. Mike, two, the fits, F-I-T-Z. I don't put that much out there on social media, but Kong's encouraging me to put more. You can then Come on, we should have done this in a prettier, really prettier room. <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, we'll do one in there. Uh, oh no, but we, we, we already gone live this week. We'll, we'll go. Hey guys, if you want to see a special, no. uh, a special <laughs> interview for what up, what up, bro? Happy Wednesday. Smash those like buttons and request it. And I'll do a special interview. Hello, uh, so what's your name, bro? Biggest multi-million dollar project. Well, what's your name? James. James, what the cat? What's the catchphrase, James? Let's go get this money. Love it, dude. Hey, man. Uh, what's your question? 
Yeah, my question is, I came across the property that their parents passed away. They were going to just let it go. Uh, I believe I'm in California, so I believe it needs to go through probate before I can get it under contract. But uh, I've been talking to one of the siblings, and he's willing to work with me. I got a hold of a, uh, a probate attorney, but it seems like they're sort of dragging their feet. Uh, is there any way that or a uh, paper that I can get signed so I can um, get things moving faster? Okay, man, look, let me tell you. If it's going to go in front of an attorney, you say, by all means, take it to your attorney. I want to explain it to you. I want to explain it right. But it's going in front of an attorney because you didn't explain the contract like smooth enough or detailed enough. You know, I maybe have one out of every couple hundred deals I've done go in front of an attorney because I talk to them. But then when it does, I say, let me talk to the attorney. I call an attorney of, look, I understand any changes you want to make. Point blank, I just want to get this done for them. Here's what I'm buying it for. What do you need me to do? Um, you know, you probably don't want to hire an attorney yourself unless the attorney starts getting complicated, but usually just a phone call, like the two or three times I've had to deal with this, a phone call directly to the attorney, they feel super smart telling you what to do. They get to change a contract, make money for adding, you know, value <laughs> and, uh, the deal closes. Actually, we, we did have one about six months ago and I just called the attorney up directly. It was an estate attorney. I said, Hey, what's going on? You know, I understand there's some change you want to the contract. Just want to let you know I'm closing. Here's what I'm buying it for. Whatever changes you want, I'm fine with. If any, called me like five or six times, one to go to lunch with me and one to refer me more deals. Bro, so it's not such a bad thing. Did that did that answer your question? Somewhat, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Jazzy, Jazzy, no problem. Man, Thank you so you much. Have a good one, bro. You can ask Colin. You know, this is one of very few YouTube videos. I, I've been doing this since I've been 20. I'm 37. I've done this less than like five times for people if that i did have a tv show for one time but i gave it up myself even when bravo wanted to follow me around that i like making money doing deals you know deals are a beautiful thing i bought an office building earlier this year that uh the the value is like two four with a parking garage one one and i'm filling it it's there's so many good things with uh deals so but i do enjoy this doing it with kong so we'll do a special tomorrow i'm going to advise kong on that we got too much stuff going on tomorrow. Hello? What's going on, bro? What's your name? Andres. Andres, dude, what is your question? So uh, the question is, um, so I'm actually currently about to buy a wholesale deal. Um, and <laughs> I don't sell you know, anything, buddy. I, I, so I'm, it's I'm not, not going to do an inspection or anything like that. I have a lot of wealth. I do so well. I, buy the I just deal, talk on it. Calm down. Um, if really I'm good wholesale. Anybody that does you know, what he with does, my own cash, can I go ahead and just sell that deal to somebody else once I buy it? And also, how do I avoid paying taxes once I sell it with my own money? Uh, I'm sorry, bro, but but could you say that one more time, dude? Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm buying a wholesale deal, right? Pretty good. Um, and, you know, I want to sell it to somebody else. Like, I have someone else who, who wants to buy that deal, but... I'm going to go ahead and buy with my own money first. So when I do the 1031 exchange, how exactly does that work? Bro, hold up a second. How many deals have you done and why are you doing a 10? I, I've done some 1031 exchanges, but let's get to the bottom of this. Why are you doing a 1031 exchange? How many deals are you done? How much is the profit you're exchanging? So that, I guess that's really my question. Like I'm only going to be making like a $10,000 profit. Bro. 
you doing a 1031 exchange on this, zero cents. You're going to pay more for the exchange and you will in taxes. Let me tell you how to do this, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to resell it and there's going to be a second set of closing costs, right? Yes. No, there's not. What you need to do is put it in a, what I call a shelf LLC, okay? Then you're going to sell the LLC and as part of selling the LLC, you're going to have them reimburse your closing cost. So how much is the property you're buying? It's 150. Okay. So they're going to reimburse your closing cost to 150. So now instead of getting making 10 grand netting seven or making 12 grand netting 10, you're going to be making like, uh, you're going to be getting your money back netting 10. Or if you thought you'd be losing a couple thousand to closing costs, you're going to be getting, um, you're going to be getting that back. So regardless, I just made you three more thousand. It caused a lot, a lot of headache to go away. Start an LLC. You can go right down to your state office in your local state. In Maryland, it's in Baltimore. Or doing a line, it takes five days. Put in the LLC, sell the LLC. Part of the agreement is he has to pay back your closing costs and, and the insurance transfers, so he doesn't have to get insurance. So you should get that reimbursed too. Boom. When the market was really bad in 2008, 2009, 2010, and banks wouldn't let you wholesale, I was I was getting like going down to Baltimore, getting like ten shelf LLCs and putting properties in. Boom, 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 boom. You said shelf LLC. Yeah. So in other words, in other words, it's just like a wholesale. Made the money like right after closing. What a shelf LLC is, and you got to check your laws in your own states, okay? And I, I um, yeah. So I think you're fine. All you're doing is you're just getting an LLC at the state, you know, whatever the three hundred, three hundred fifty dollar uh, fee is, and you're selling the LLC instead of the property, but because the LLC oh, owns okay. the property. The oh, property wow, okay. goes with the LLC. That was oh, big when the market crashed wow, because it was banks that. were <laughs> some banks were just like oh, offloading man. properties. So, much. so if you did it in LLCs, you could just wholesale like okay, and, okay. And, and save money. So you just okay. made another three grand for free. Bro, did that did that answer your question? Actually, yeah, that was amazing. I've never heard anyone talk about that. That's really cool. Awesome, man. I'm glad I did. I, I've heard deals that are like new and advanced. Thanks, that bro. I did, that, that I did a same deal under a different flag 15 years ago. I mean, I've been doing this a while. <laughs> Let me see here. Uh, all right. If you have any questions, oh wait, I, I, I think we're, we're I think we're done, guys. No, hold up. We're gonna do this tomorrow. We're gonna crush it, guys. If you think that was good advice, I'll tell you how to crush it in a good market, in a bad market, <laughs> in any market. And I know some people won't actually do it, but if you actually do it, you'll crush it. I've coached three people, and I, I don't coach people because it, it, it doesn't pay enough. Um, but I, I've coached three people, and like two of them are making a couple hundred thousand a month. Calling another one, another one's killing it too. So, you know, if you just stick with anything you do, you know, there's nothing special about me. Yeah, this is just an appetizer. It's just an appetizer. Mike to the fits on IG. That's on Instagram. Mike to the fits. All right, you guys, you just go ahead and go ahead and follow um, him on Instagram. Uh, EF47, more than I can count. Right now I have um, about 15 mainly for holding. Still have some shelf LCs. I've done over 2,000 real estate transactions. I got a reference that's a title company that's done over 700 closings with me. My references are bank presidents, guys that started out loaning me 50,000 and now loan me a million plus uh, that have lent to me over a decade. I do what I say I'm going to do. If I if I take a hit, I take it myself. Pay my investors. Always do the right thing. The governor gave me a, um, a um, an award from him in the state of Maryland um, for for high integrity and. Um, you know, a lot of state recognition, stuff like that. I've got 20 front page newspaper articles I've ever posted. Um, to, tomorrow, doing a YouTube live might be the only one I do in a decade. I actually say no to podcasts all the time. I've been on like Steve Tranks and a few other guys. But for everyone I go on, I say I don't have time to 20. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for everyone that's able to come to this live stream. I hope this live does add a lot of value to you. Once again, if you have any questions, just comment down below. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. Be sure to boom, smash that comments? subscribe button. There's just a lot. No. All right, Mike, what are some last words that you want to wrap this up, man? Let's. So, guys, always remain humble. One thing I tell people, because I, I, I tend to talk about the business a lot, but it's just because, like, I used to get bags of clothes on the porch, presents from churches, and I feel really, like, you know, proud of, of, what I, of what I've done. But the other reason is I tell everybody, look, if I don't tell you what I do, I don't know what we can do together and what you can do with me. You know, but stay stay humble, stay motivated, dream it. If you dream it, you're going to achieve it. And it, it's, it's real, you know? I mean, I, I, I bought a home my parents lost when I was younger, and they live in it. And I, I, I come from nothing, and now, you know, I, I've, it, it's really good. Um, I thought about retiring, but um, I want to do a lot for the city. I, I love uh, creating. I love creating deals. Um, I get a reputation among big real estate guys, um, in like the Collected Genius Mastermind and other places to be able to understand intricate deals and put them together. It's because I think things a thousand times through. But guys, anybody can do real estate. I didn't do good in school. It's the, the trick really is sticking with it. You know, writing down what you're going to do, not thinking about it, just doing it. Take an action, action plus action, massive action. You're going to do great in life. Thank you, guys. Let's go get that money. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you guys. That's really good, Mike. Thank you.